You're listening to Monster of the Week with Timothy from ProDM. And you may have noticed that we've missed the past couple of weeks, for which I want to apologize. It was mainly due to some personal burnout, but the sad thing is, is that I did sign an infernal contract. And if I don't start releasing these episodes, there's going to be hell to pay. It's two puns in one. Here we go. You can find The Devils on page 61 of the 5th edition Monster Manual. We are covering four devils today. Bearded, Barbed, Chain, and Bone. This is kind of the middling tier of devils. Lots of cool ideas in these four. Not as many... Not as many cool executions. So like our demon episode, we're going to do this one devil at a time, rather than doing all of their summaries, all of their histories, all their positives, all their negatives. We're going to start with the bearded, then we're going to do the barbed, then the chain, then the bone, basically rising in order of CR, which means we are going to start with the bearded devil. Bearded devils are the sort of foot soldiers of the Nine Hells. They're also called Barbazu in second edition. And they essentially resemble tieflings, right? Sort of infernal looking humanoids. But their main thing is that they have a beard made out of sort of spiked tentacles. uh, The kind of a Davy Jones look, essentially. They also famously wield a serrated glaive. In 5th edition, they are a CR3 medium fiend. They have good strength, good dex, good con, but poor int, wisdom, and charisma. They have good saving throws. They have normal devil resistances, dark vision, and telepathy 120 feet. They have devil sight. They have magic resistance. Uh, They have an ability called steadfast, which makes them immune to fear effects while they can see their allies. And then, of course, they have multi-attack. Interestingly, they have a beard attack, which poisons the target. But they also have a glaive attack that does kind of like a wounding effect, which is interesting, not something I've seen in 5th edition before. In 1st edition, the bearded devil appeared in the Monster Manual 2, and there's one notable difference. Their beards are not tentacles, but they are instead sort of like sharp bristles or wires. So not nearly as intimidating, I feel like. I think the tentacles is, is a good improvement for sure. Now, I had a devil of a time finding them in 2nd edition. I couldn't track down a copy of the Planescape Monstrous Compendium, but I do know that that's where the term Barbazu comes from. Again, kind of a reaction to the Satanic Panic. A lot of the fiends went through a rebranding in 2nd edition. In 3.5, they had a greater teleport power, which seems very powerful, but also a blood frenzy ability, which I think is interesting. That's also where the wounding glaive seems to make its first appearance, as it's not in first edition. I guess it could be in second, but again, I couldn't find the 2E bearded devil. And then in 4E, the beards are kind of interpreted as like an aura, which attacks creatures that get too close, which I think is kind of better than them being their own separate attack in multi-attack. Now, in 5th edition, I like that the Bearded Devil is kind of a a surprisingly complex monster for a CR3. I like that it has two different powers. It's got kind of your beard power and then your glaive power. I don't love Steadfast. Um, I feel like you could just give them an immunity to fear. I think saying that they they can't be frightened while they can see an allied creature is just a little too fiddly and it's never really going to come up. Maybe the conceit is that like when there's only one of them left, then they retreat. But like, eh, I don't know. That's not really here. It's kind of implied by Steadfast. I think the multi-attack between the beard and the glaive is a little messy. They're both big, complicated powers. I would maybe say that the beard becomes an aura 
and then anyone who starts their turn next to them takes X amount of damage, which helps with the action economy a little bit, right? They're hitting you on their turn, and they're hitting you on your turn, which makes them a little bit more efficient uh, than just, you know, multi-attacking twice on their turn. But yeah, that's the Bearded Devil. Not an especially complex monster, although it does have those two forms of attack. Next up, we're going to talk about the next highest devil on the hierarchy, and that is the Barbed Devil. Coming up next. The Barbed Devil, or the Hamatula, typically serve as guards for more powerful devils and are characterized by their sort of tireless, endless greed. They resemble sort of, again, fiendish humanoids, but they are covered head to toe with barbs, uh, which is distinct from the Spined Devil, which is covered in spines. Uh, they don't have any wings, though, and they are medium-sized as opposed to small-sized, like the Spined Devils. Mechanically, they are a CR medium fiend. They have good stats, good saves. They are trained in both deception and insight. And of course, they have normal devil resistances. They've got dark vision and telepathy 120 feet. They've got devil sight. Uh, they have magic resistance, and they have like a barbed hide, which damages creatures that are trying to grapple them. And then they have multi-attack with both claw, a tail, and then also hurl flame, which is a ranged attack that deals 3d6 fire damage, potentially catches objects on fire. Yeah, that's the Barb Devil. Not especially complicated, like I said. In 1st edition, they do appear in the original Monster Manual, and they have a couple of spell-like abilities, things like Hold Person and Pyrotechnics and things like that. In 2nd edition, they have a Grapple Attack, which I actually think is kind of cooler than a Claw Attack. Something about them, like, grabbing onto you and sticking you with all their barbs. I know a lot of monsters grab, but something about getting grabbed by a Barb Devil provokes much more of a, of a wince from me. The spells remain until about 3rd edition, uh, which also adds a fear effect, which is interesting, but kind of inconsistent with the rest of their lore. It just sort of seems like, what if a fiend made you scared of it, right? That's just, the fear effects come and go across various demons and devils over the editions, and they're never particularly that interesting to me. In 4e, they have a barbed aura and a barbed teleport. Uh, which I think is really, really cool. And they also hurl flame for the first time. So again, 4E really dials up the concept to 11 to try to make them interesting to fight in combat. Now, if I'm honest, there's not much that I love about the 5th edition Barbed Devil. Uh, this is probably my least favorite of the devils we've done so far. The concept doesn't really match the mechanics. There's nothing in here about greed, really. They're just sort of, you know, barbed monsters. There's nothing else going on. I think, the, I think a grapple would be better than simply clawing at people. Um, there's nothing about, like, removing spines, which I feel like is something you could do. We hinted at it with the spines devil, but it also feels really appropriate here, which, of course, says nothing about how similar the two devil concepts are. The teleport power was also pretty neat. There's something interesting about the barbed devil, like, stabbing somebody with a barb and then being able to teleport to them because it has a barb in them. I would probably do something like that, right? You could also play with the idea of it shooting the barbs, but again, I'd be worried about getting too close to the spined devil. Maybe we shouldn't have both of these devils. Maybe we should just get rid of the barbed devil entirely. Hmm, there's an idea. But next up, we're going to talk about a devil I really, really like, and that is the chain devil coming up next. Now, the Chain Devil, or the Chiton, is probably my favorite devil in the entire 
book. They're so strong on concept. This is a humanoid devil that is made out of chains. They are the torturers and jailers of the Nine Hells. Mechanically, this is a CR8 medium fiend. They have good physical scores, decent mental scores, good saves, normal devil resistances, dark vision and telepathy 120 feet. They've got devil sight. They've got magic resistance. Now, they've got multi-attack with chains. Uh, the chains can grapple on that multi-attack. Plus, they have an animate chains ability, which is a little complex because it, it relies on animating existing chains rather than, like, creating new chains, um, which allows them to, like, basically then get extra chain attacks. Now, they also have a reaction that where they can make their face look like someone the target loves or hates, which is very random. What? Now, I was surprised to discover the Chain Devil originates in 2E in a supplement that I could not find called the Plane of Law. So I had to go to the 3E version to see their first kind of mechanical expression, and that they very much resemble the 5E one. They've got animated chains, they do have the unnerving mask, but I don't know if that comes from an earlier version of the Chain Devil. Plus, they have a regeneration, which is interesting. But the text clearly hasn't like an awe for how cool the devil is, and I think that's fair. It's a pretty cool devil. 4E dispenses with animating chains entirely, but it does, and it just says that the target is wrapped in chains, so 4E doesn't really care whether or not there are real chains around, it's presumed that those chains are coming from the devil, or that the devil is creating magical chains, which I think is a little bit simpler. They also have lots of, like, movement powers in 4th edition to keep them moving around the battlefield, which... To me, feels like it's at odds with the concept. Like, shouldn't the concept of the chain devil be that it's slow, right? It's, like, dragging all these chains wherever it goes. The notion of it being, like, nimbly dancing like a dervish is just kind of odd and sort of silly to me. For 5e, the thing I like is just gotta be the concept. It's such a cool Jacob Marley idea. Like, it really personifies the notion of being punished in hell, right? That you are swaddled in these chains holding you down, so much so that you almost become a creature entirely composed of chains. It just really, really metal, really sells the concept, feels like something that would only be a lawful evil fiend. It's hard to imagine a chaotic evil monster like that. I do think that mechanically their execution is a little confusing. Why not simply give them four chain attacks and then like an entangle power? You know, the idea of them having to have real chains in the room that they animate to get more chain attacks. Just give them a pile of attacks and then let them animate chains to like, or like almost like entangle, right? Like they create magical chains that hold you and then they can whip you with the chains that they do have. Like it seems silly to require additional chains in the room that the, the chain devil can animate to make it fully effective. I also, I just don't care about Unnerving Mask. It's a cool idea, but it's just at odds completely with the concept. Why would they have one random illusion power? It's so cool. You could make a whole devil based on that idea, right, of like an interrogator. But why randomly give it to the Jailer? It just doesn't, nah, the two ideas don't, don't mesh. And then lastly, we're going to talk about the most powerful devil in this episode, and that is the Bone Devil, coming up next. The Bone Devil, or the Ozolith, O-S-Y-L-U-T-H, Ozolith, is a very, very spooky specimen. They are sort of ghastly, bone-white, Geiger-esque horrors, like this gigantic, skeletal, stingered insect. Definitely the coolest art out of all the five of these devils. This is like something straight out of, of Alien or like Rick and Morty or something. It really, really feels, you know, inhuman and unnatural. 
Uh, they are described in the lore as being taskmasters who are obsessed with rank, but, like, aren't all devils kind of like that? That doesn't seem particularly unique. Mechanically, they are CR9 large fiend. They have a fly speed. They have sort of like dragonfly or mosquito-like wings. They have good stats. They have good mental saves. They have training and deception and insight, a lot like the barbed devil. They have normal devil resistances, dark vision, telepathy, devil sight, magic resistance. Then they have multi-attack with their claws and their stinger. The stinger deals a pile of poison damage and grants the poison condition. There's also a sidebar about pole arms they can use to, like, trap foes and to hold them. But mechanically, that's it. There's not a lot going on here with the Bone Devil and its mechanics. The art, though, is just so cool. Have I mentioned how cool the art is? It's really cool. Now, the pole arms I mentioned go all the way back to First E, where they can be used to pin foes, hold them in place, and then sting them. Uh, it's second edition, though, that adds the kind of Taskmaster angle and describes them almost as, like, the police of the Nine Hells. They, they even have some limited authority over other devils that break the rules, which I kind of think is cool and gives them some extra narrative kick, right? That, like, a de a, like an archdevil that gets in trouble might have to fend off, you know, a legion of bone devils. 3E gives them a huge pile of spell-like abilities, plus that, that fear aura that we saw back in the Barb Devil, but for some reason not in the Chain Devil, which seems weird to me. Now, 4E gave them an absolutely awesome power. It was called an Aura of Obedience, and what it does is it deals damage to other devils, but made them stronger in combat. That is awesome. What a cool, mechanical expression of what kind of a monster they're trying. Like, you learn everything you need to know about who this monster is based on that one mechanic alone. It's really a tragedy that they don't have that anymore. They also, in addition to that cool power, they had an ability called Fiendish Focus, where they could target one, one creature and give them penalties on their attacks. I also think that's really, really cool and fits with that sort of like Taskmaster's ire idea. My favorite thing about the 5th edition Bone Devil? That it looks really cool. But mechanically, it's pretty trash. There's nothing really going on here. They have the Poison Sting, and they have the Claws, and they have the optional pole arms, which can restrain you. But again, even that is not that interesting of a power, considering how many monsters in the game have restrained. It's really a shame, because 4E has so many cool, unique powers, and none of them make it here into 5E, which I think is really a shame. The solution, then, is really easy. Bring back the aura and maybe even the focus. You can imagine these dudes, like, descending on a single target to try to apprehend them, right? Especially the idea of them going after another archdevil. Very, very, very cool. And with that, that concludes our episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please come to our YouTube channel on Thursdays and check out our monster redesign streams. I've been kind of off the wagon a little bit for the past couple of weeks, but I'm hoping to get back into the swing of things starting this week. We'll be starting with these devils. So please swing by and help me redesign all of these, these nasty denizens of the Nine Hells. But until then, thank you so much for listening. Hell if I know what's next week. And as always, happy adventuring. Monster of the Week is a ProDM production. You can follow us on Twitter at ProDMTimothy. If you like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Even $1 a month gets you access to the redesigned monsters that we discuss here on the show. You can find us at patreon.com slash prodm. 
You can catch those monster redesigned streams Thursdays at 2pm PST on our YouTube channel. The music used in this episode was Rainbow Ride and Waves by Azure Flux, used under an attribution non-commercial share-alike Creative Commons license. Check out their work at azureflux.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.